Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On 95 southbound in Virginia, delays still through Newington past Lorton, but the crash after exit 163 Lorton has now been completely cleared. Nothing left to see. All lanes are now open. On Miniville Road at Telegraph Road, still working on a crash there. Around the Beltway, all's quiet. 66 is running pretty well. In Maryland, 95 northbound before the Baltimore Beltway. Right lane still blocked with a crash, but there's no delay there. And 301 northbound at Pierce Road, north of Acton Lane there, is also a crash. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two years. WindowNation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's uh, head over to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Expect mainly clear skies here this evening and overnight. And with light winds, that's going to allow our temperatures to really drop quickly down into the 20s. In fact, many neighborhoods giving a forecast between 22 and 32 degrees by early tomorrow morning. So there is a chance for some patchy frost. High temperature tomorrow with sunshine, 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle now at 33, but some of us in the suburbs all the way down to 22 degrees. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, a vote to impeach Homeland Secretary Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary that's failed in the House tonight. Also, the D.C. Council says yes to the big anti-crime bill. The fear in our city is real. I'm Dick Iuliano. D.C. Council voting to appoint a man previously convicted of murder to the City Commission on Sentencing and a split verdict in the mortgage fraud trial for former Baltimore State's attorney, Marilyn Mosby. What is the latest on Donald Trump's federal trial here related to January 6th and the election? We're going in-depth with CNN. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas survives a House impeachment vote as a small group of Republican lawmakers defect in a 216 to 214 vote. CBS's Nicole Skanga. Republicans felt that in an election year to put uh, the Biden administration's policies on trial would be politically a fruitful move, but uh, certainly a consequential vote, if not a historic one here. The House also has rejected a Republican-led bill that would provide $17.6 billion to Israel. Democrats said they wanted a vote instead on a broader measure. Former President Trump's campaign says he will appeal to the Supreme Court after a three-judge federal appeals panel rules that he cannot claim immunity from prosecution on charges of election subversion. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. They rejected wholeheartedly Trump's claims that somehow he was above the law that he was placing the president beyond the reach of all the other branches. A Michigan mother is found guilty of not trying to prevent the deadly high school shooting carried out by her son. WWJ's Luke Sloan reports. For the first time in the U.S., a parent of a mass school shooter has been held responsible. Jennifer Crumbly, whose son shot and killed four Oxford High School students and wounded seven others more than two years ago, has been found guilty on four counts of involuntary manslaughter. On count one of involuntary manslaughter, as to Madison Baldwin, We find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. 
Prosecutors said Crumbly was grossly negligent, failing to tell school leaders her son had access to a gun or get him counseling. Luke Sloan for CBS News, Detroit. Crumbly's husband will be tried on the same charges in March. A muddy mess in California after storms that have killed at least three people and triggered hundreds of mudslides. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti in Los Angeles. In two days, torrential rains have triggered nearly 400 mudslides. P.J. Bearfield lived through it. Now I got up out of there quick, grabbed some shoes, got whatever I felt I needed at that time. Didn't have no keys, no wallet, no phone, no nothing. His home is now a total loss. You were asleep at the time, so you had no idea what was going on. Nah, man. Literally, it just happened in three seconds. The NTSB preliminary report finds bolts on a Boeing jetliner were missing before a panel blew out in mid-flight on an Alaska Airlines flight last month. Boeing says it's implementing plans to improve overall quality and stability across the 737 production system. He touted red solo cups and a drinking establishment. Country singer Toby Keith has died of stomach cancer. He was 62. Before he grabbed a mic and guitar, Toby Keith worked in the oil fields and played semi-pro football. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 here on WTOP. Tuesday night, February 6, 2024. Alexandria 31 and dropping to 22 later in the suburbs. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. You know, for many months now, people have been clamoring for tougher laws to crack down on our local crime situation. The D.C. Council has voted in favor of a comprehensive anti-crime bill this evening. It would toughen laws against gun crimes, carjackings, and open-air drug dealing. There was no opposition on the council in the first vote for the sweeping bill following a year in which the city experienced a 39% increase in violent crime. The fear in our city is real. At-large council members Robert White was among the 12 council members voting yes. Ward 2 council member Brooke Pinto led the drive for the anti-crime bill. I am hopeful and believe that today's action sends a very clear message that we are turning in a safer and more secure direction. It is long past due. Before heading to the desk of Mayor Muriel Bowser, the bill will face a second and final vote in the weeks ahead after members iron out differences on several amendments. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Mayor Bowser urges the council now to hold a second vote this month. She says city leaders must implement what she calls common sense legislation to make communities safer. A man once convicted of murder who spent 27 years behind bars is now a member of the D.C. City Committee that sets criminal sentencing guidelines. The D.C. Council voted to appoint Joel Caston, a former member of the city's Advisory Neighborhood Commission, as one of the 12 voting members on the sentencing panel. He's the first member who has served time. D.C. Council Member Anita Bonds backed Caston's nomination. We say as a society that giving individuals a second chance is um, tantamount to being and having the American experience. Well, here we go. We're given this great opportunity to do just that and to hear from an individual who has had experiences that many of us have not had. And I think these experiences are very, very important. This comes as D.C. is coping with the violent crime we discussed, having ended last year with the fifth highest per capita murder rate among the nation's biggest cities. Gaston says tonight, quote, it sends a resounding message to all returning citizens that you can participate in civic engagement. 
You will want to watch your speed as you drive in D.C., even tonight, just to get started to form the habit. Harsher penalties are coming. New legislation just passed by the D.C. Council will also focus on repeat offenders. The district will now create a point system to track drivers who repeatedly commit traffic violations. The legislation also gives the city's attorney general the power to sue drivers with multiple violations. Regardless of where they live, many of the city's unpaid traffic tickets are issued to Virginia and Maryland drivers. The new traffic safety package also lets D.C. install speed governors. That's a device that you put on your car. It restricts a car's speed, and this is for drivers who commit serious violations. The measure, though, it must still be approved by the mayor and Congress. And new tonight on WTOP, Marilyn Mosby, the former top prosecutor in Baltimore, has been convicted by a federal jury on one count of mortgage fraud. But the same jury acquitted her of another count as she faced trial related to her buying two vacation homes in Florida. After deliberating for seven hours, the jury determined Mosby lied when she wrote a letter claiming that her husband had agreed to gift her $5,000 at closing toward a condominium along Florida's southwestern Gulf Coast. She faces a maximum of 30 years in federal prison. The jury acquitted Mosby of a similar charge related to her purchase of a home in Kissimmee, Florida, near Orlando. Back in November, Mosby was convicted of perjury in a separate trial that brings with it five years in prison. 1007. Days after the superintendent of the largest school system in Maryland was let go, the school board has brought in her temporary replacement. Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan. Monique Felder is not a stranger to Montgomery County's school district. Now appointed interim superintendent, she spent 22 years with Montgomery County. Montgomery County Public Schools is my home. Her appointment comes less than a week after Monifa McKnight stepped down. School board president Carla Silvestri said the board was in touch with Felder within the last couple of weeks. We don't remember the exact date. Felder was asked when she was first contacted. Uh, The contact was recent. Felder will serve as interim superintendent while the school board undertakes a national search for a permanent school's chief. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Do you use Spotify and do you pay for the premium service? Some of us are doing that. We'll have more in Money News. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 1008. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. And let's go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Interloop Beltway in Maryland before New Hampshire Avenue, listener finds a crash along the left side of the roadway. Car ran into the wall on the Interloop in New Hampshire. Watch your mirrors for the responders there. On 95 northbound before the Baltimore Beltway, right lane is still blocked from the earlier crash, but you get by without delay now. 270 also runs well in both directions, as does the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50 clear sailing out to the Bay Bridge. 301 northbound in Waldorf at Pierce Road on the scene of a crash. In Virginia, 95 southbound at Lorton, the crash is cleared, and traffic is running without delay now. 66 westbound, though, has road work tonight after the Roslyn Tunnel headed toward Glebe Road, and you're getting my single file to the right on 66 westbound. They may indeed be setting up on the eastbound side, as they tend to sometimes do that in both directions on that stretch of 66 in the same area. 
Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, it's Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Temperatures today topped out in the mid to upper 40s across the area. That put us right near average. And now we've got a warming trend pretty major, too, for the end of the week and for the upcoming weekend. We're due to move through the 60s for a couple of days. Now, this evening and overnight, it's going to get cold under the clear skies and with light winds 22 to 32 degrees. For tomorrow afternoon, forecasting that 50-degree afternoon with sunshine and some scattered clouds coming our way on Thursday, temperatures will push into the mid-50s. It's all because of southwesterly winds and a big area of high pressure over us. The next weather maker, a few light showers the upcoming weekend, and a better chance of rain on Monday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we have in Alexandria, 31. Penn Quarter, 38. Columbia down to 29 degrees. Some of us could be all the way down to 22 overnight in the coldest suburbs. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Music streaming service Spotify says subscribers to its premium service rose 15% last year. Household debt rose to $17.5 trillion last quarter, a record high. But not when adjusted for inflation. That's 5% lower than the peak in 2008. Freddie Mac has a new program for very low-income home buyers. Those making 50% or less of median income, a $2,500 credit for down payments or closing. The Dow finished the day up 141 points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Most Asia-Pacific markets are higher, like South Korea's Kospi, up one and a quarter percent, but Tokyo stocks are down a little. Coming up here on WTOP, an appeals court decides that Donald Trump's claims of immunity from prosecution are not there. But that doesn't mean that suddenly Donald Trump will go right to his federal trial in D.C. There's more legal wrangling to talk about. We'll do so with the senior reporter at CNN next. Men, if you're ready to put a stop to your ED and get a Valentine's gift that you and your partner will be satisfied with, then call Bull Oak today, Tuesday, February 6th. Bull Oak uses the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy. This technology is backed by over 60 clinical studies, including research from Cambridge University. Our treatments treat the root cause of ED by repairing blood vessels and increasing blood flow, all without the need for pills or the worry of side effects. If you're ready to make this Valentine's Day one to remember, then this is your chance. Call us now and you'll qualify for an assessment, exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. This is over $800 in value. And today only for those who call in the next two minutes, new patients will receive their first treatment completely free. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, get ready for Valentine's Day and put an end to ED. Call Bull Oak now to qualify. This offer ends today, Tuesday, 703-337-1919. Coming up later this half hour, when you were in your 20s, was it all about going out, staying out late, going to the club with friends? This generation, Generation Z, seems to be putting a lot more emphasis on getting enough sleep. We'll check that out coming up in a few minutes. It's 1013. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent health care provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Don't let someone else enjoy your refund. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1015 now. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us today. Donald Trump is not immune from prosecution in his 2020 election interference case. That's the decision from a U.S. appeals court panel, which says the former president can face trial on charges he plotted to overturn the results of the election. CNN senior reporter Caitlin Polans joined us earlier for a closer look at this decision. They took on the big question here, just fully took it on. The question of is the president or a former president immune from prosecution in court. Can a former president be tried in a trial in the federal judicial system? And they said, yes, he can. And specifically, they also said Donald Trump can be tried for the alleged crimes he's facing here, this obstruction charge, this conspiracy charge related to 2020 election and his attempt to throw out the votes, that that is within the things that the Justice Department can bring a case and that the judicial system of the United States has the ability to handle and, in fact, should handle. So they grappled with some really big questions there. And then they also took on the timing of this case. With all of these Trump criminal cases, there have been many, many questions about how much Donald Trump can use the court system and how long it takes for things to be looked at like this. Meaty questions about American separation of powers, about the presidency, about criminal defendants. Can he use that to advantage his advantage and delay this case from happening until after the 2024 election? And what the court did today is, in addition to writing a 57-page opinion, they also said, We're going to put this on a really fast timeline. Donald Trump now has six days to get the Supreme Court essentially to intervene, to put more delays in this case. And if the Supreme Court doesn't do that, then it's going to be back before the trial court. And Donald Trump could be going to trial in six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, a couple months. I mean, there really could be a very fast turnaround here to have Donald Trump in trial as a criminal defendant at the same time. He's running for the presidency. As far as we know, has his legal team already appealed or in the process of doing so? They haven't yet, but we do understand, based on our sourcing, our reporting, that they were gathering the ideas of what to do next. And actually, one of the things to watch here is how they structure their next step, because the typical way to do this when you have a case like this come down in the appeals court is that you have a long clock ahead of you and you can go back to the appeals court for other appeals, 
see how those go and then go to the Supreme Court. But the way this court set it up, essentially forcing Trump to go to the Supreme Court very quickly to get delays put back on this case before it heads back to the trial court. It is putting him in a position where his team is going to have to move very quickly. They're going to have to make some pretty significant arguments, both on why he should have his trial delayed more and also the bigger picture questions about immunity and the presidency. He's going to have to take all of that to the Supreme Court pretty quickly. He doesn't have that many options. So we we're watching for that as soon as Monday. And that is CNN senior reporter Caitlin Polans joining us a bit earlier. Top stories on WTOP, an impeachment vote against Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas fails in the House tonight. A jury finds Jennifer Crumbly, the Michigan school shooter's mother, guilty of manslaughter. That sets a new legal precedent. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And we're going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway in Maryland, on the inner loop at New Hampshire Avenue, there was a crash along the left side of the roadway, so... Be alert, headed toward 95 on the interlude from University. 95 northbound before the Baltimore Beltway. The right lane is still blocked from the earlier crash there, but there's no delay getting by it now. And Baltimore-Washington Parkway runs without delay, as does 270. Beltway itself runs without delay, but it works on is setting up on the outer loop. Uh, approaching the American Legion Bridge along the left side. Not sure how far into Virginia they're going to go, but be careful heading into Virginia from River Road. And in Virginia on 66 westbound, they have set up road work after the Roslyn Tunnel. Uh, headed toward Glebe Road, single right lane gets by eastbound in the same area. They're also uh, setting up a work zone and getting by single file to the right. 95 southbound after Lurton Road, that crash has completely cleared. And let's see, in- innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist. Plenty more sunshine over the next couple of days and a warming trend, too, for the week and into the weekend. Now, this evening, we've been seeing those temperatures drop off through the 40s. By morning, we'll be somewhere between 22 and 32 degrees across the area. And for tomorrow afternoon around 50 degrees. Forecasting sunshine for your Wednesday, for your Thursday afternoon, and some high clouds will move in on Friday. Right now, your Friday is looking dry with only a few scattered showers the upcoming weekend. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Reagan National 36, BWI Marshall right at freezing 32. Dulles is also at 32 degrees, but some of us could be all the way down to 22. Have you been betting for or against that proposed casino in Tyson's? We'll tell you what's happening in the legislature in Richmond. Here's Kimberly Harris, the Director of Community Health and Social Impact at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion, Advancing Healthcare with Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, sponsored by Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Because it's more invisible when we talk about health equity and the racial disparities as it relates to healthcare, that is something that is sort of a moving target, if you will. Like, you can't put your finger on it all of the time, but when we talk about systemic racism, or where we might even have services and how those services are rolled out. Maternal health in terms of the disparities with women of color versus women that are not of color and, you know, health outcomes related to childbirth, et cetera. Racial inequities, that would be at the top of the list, but we're addressing it through health equity. And so Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield Association has health equity as a, a strategy for all of the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans and more specifically Care First 
is participating in that. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Nice to have you here at 1021. This Valentine's Day, I am finally going to ask Megan to marry me. I want it to be the perfect moment. It's about time, little brother. Have you made an appointment at Dominion Jewelers yet? Dominion Jewelers? Yes, they can help you create the perfect moment with the perfect engagement ring that is as beautiful and special as Megan. Who told you about Dominion Jewelers? Your girlfriend Megan dropped a hint. (laughs) Dominion Jewelers. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. Visit DominionJewelers.com today. By appointment only. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh. Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good to have you here at 1022. Well, it's no dice for a casino in Tyson's. No dice, at least until next year. A Virginia Senate committee rejected legislation that would have allowed a referendum on a casino in the wealthy suburb. The vote effectively kills the bill for this year's legislative session. It does provide a little bit of hope to casino supporters that it can be revived in the future. The committee rejected a motion to kill the bill outright, instead opting to carry it over to 2025 for future consideration. As you likely know, Tyson's is currently home to high-end retail and office development. There was fierce opposition to the casino from neighbors in Vienna and McLean. But there are lawmakers that say the offices aren't enough. They're not bringing in enough taxes, and they need to diversify. We hear a lot about sports betting, especially during these days ahead of the Super Bowl. For problem gamblers, it can be tough. We are in the midst of a surge of unprecedented expansion of sports betting. And we are constantly seeing and hearing ads for Super Bowl bets. Keith White, executive director of the National Council on Problem Gambling. Those ads can trigger the urge to gamble, even in folks who've already devastated themselves and are trying to stop. For those who struggle with gambling addiction, White urges them to take extra steps right now, possibly by going to an extra meeting or by surrounding themselves with friends and family members who can help them focus on other activities. The most important point for anybody who may think they have a problem is to know that there's hope and help out there. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's easy for education majors to get a job teaching here in the D.C. area. There simply aren't enough graduates to fill all the positions. But in an increasingly diverse world, you don't see many minority teachers, which is why the top educator in the country was at Bowie State today to highlight programs aimed at helping more minorities lead classrooms. Over the last year, Bowie State has gotten more than $6 million in federal grants that help make it easier for future teachers like David Bryant, a 34-year-old sophomore originally from Detroit, now on a full ride. And not just my tuition, but my books, (laughs) my supplies. It it has blessed me in all those ways. We're about 20% or less of our professional staff represent the diversity in our country. U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona toured the campus touting the programs while talking to future teachers and future guidance counselors like Monica Chica, who couldn't afford to be a full-time student until she got some of the money. I wasn't going to graduate in three years if it wasn't for the grant. At Bowie State, John Dome in WTOP News. They are members of Gen Z, and they're getting a lot of Zs. Long gone are the days of Animal House and Wild Nights at the Club. According to the Wall Street Journal, data from several sources point to longer sleep on average and earlier bedtimes for people in the Gen Z and millennial category, 18 to 35, who seem to be happier to hit the sheets early instead of late nights out with friends. The American Time Use Survey found people in their 20s are getting 8% more shut-eye than they did in 2010. That averages about nine hours of sleep. 
Sports at 25 and 55. And at 1025, we are waking up to Rob Woodfork. Yeah, and 